Last time on Pokemon Rollout, making their way around Clear Lake, our adventurers stumbled upon a fan pee den. Charlie was able to flip over the pit while Luliana fell down into it, disturbing the slumber of the two fan inside the depression. In the confusion, the group began a battle with the fan There were some barbos in the pit that did some damage before running away from the skirmish. Luliana managed to poison the fan while Charlie was having great difficulties catching one of them. Professor Sneeze was able to catch one before it fainted from the poison and gave it to Charlie. Meanwhile, Charlie revived the other one and convinced it to join his brother, adding both Fanfi to his team. What adventures await our protagonist today on Pokemon Rollout? Listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul and I play Charlie. I'm Michael and I play Professor Sneeze. And I'm Lydia and I play Liliana. Alright, you did make it to a Pokemon Center to get some sleep the last night, so you're up bright and early this morning. Uh, the road is now turning away from Clear Lake and into the woods. Uh, into a more wooded and hilly area. Well, we might as well get underway. Yeah. Liliana's still, like, waking up, so she's just, like, dragging herself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charlie, uh, I'm sure, was sleeping very hard, but as soon as uh, the uh, sun rose, he was up and out of bed, ready to go wherever the wind takes him. Professor Sneeze is a morning person, so he's up. Drinking coffee. Let's go! Hey! Hey, Liliana! It's a bright, beautiful day! Let's hit the road! What do you say? Yeah, say it a little quieter. <laughs> just imagine, like, Liliana's just in the background, just, like, gloom. All those two are just, like, jumping everywhere. She's like... <laughs> yeah, come on, let's go! Alright, so you start heading into the woods... Uh, can I get a perception check from everybody, and can everyone tell me uh, if they have any Pokemon out and about with them? Uh, well, Cartana is... Sorry, Katana, not Cartana. Cartana. <laughs> it's Katana's cartel. Cartana. That's it. No, um... Uh, yeah, actually, Charlie is wearing a helmet and goes by Master Chief this episode. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Katana is uh, is uh, still out. In fact, uh, she was very quiet in the last episode, but she, she was she was there. Um, yeah, Katana is out with Charlie, and uh, Charlie's perception is a thirteen. Wow. Okay. Um, Professor Sneeze is going to have Melody walking by his side, so okay, she's out toddling along, uh, and his perception is eight. Okay. Um, Liliana is just going to have her faithful grunge out, just kind of trotting along. Um, and she has a six for perception. Okay. As you head in, you, uh, come to a clearing, and on the other side of the clearing is a small child. It's a little girl, looks like she couldn't be older than seven years old, with uh, dark hair, wearing a dark dress, and is just looking at you silently. Charlie, you notice that there are two uh, purplish shapes on either side of the clearing. Uh, They're hidden well enough that you can't really make out what they are, but they are, like, hidden on either side. Okay. Um, Are we, like, how far away are we from the girl? Uh, she's on the opposite side of the clearing, which is a good, um, say, 50, 100 feet. Okay. Um, uh, Charlie turns to uh, Liliana and Professor Sneeze and say, Hey guys, there's a little girl down there. We should check on her, but but hey, be be careful. There's some there's something 
about. I, I don't know what, but there, there, are, there are some things over here. Oh, yeah, I see that little girl. What's she doing out in the woods all by herself? That's creepy. I mean, we should help her. <laughs> <laughs> I like to play in the woods, uh, back where I'm from. <laughs> oh, I, I know this Silently. is on this is on my this is on my character sheet. Um, um, um. Uh, out by Lansmead, I used to go play in the forest. Lansmead, a place of grasslands and rolling hills, where the closest forest is the blighted forest. Oh no! Well, that's is... that's. that's to, to Charlie, Bernie, a forest actually. is any that gathering is... of two or more trees. <laughs> <laughs> it is where you found it is where you found Bernie, but it is, yes. So I, I went around and, and wandered in the forest, which probably unknowingly to Charlie was way too dangerous for him to be there. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But yes, I, I did find Bernie in a legitimate forest. <laughs> I'll put it this way. Before the uh, Ravager Pokemon appeared 300 years ago, that was not known as the Blighted Forest. It's related. Hmm. Well, um, Professor Sneeze is going to approach this girl, uh, trying to heed Charlie's warning, although probably still not seeing anything in general. Um, But uh, approaches her... A little bit closer into the clearing, and says, um, "Little girl, are you are you lost?" Okay, as you uh, walk over there, uh, the girl smiles at you, and then the two purple shapes rush towards you. Uh, they uh, become purplish feline shapes with uh, yellow circles on them. Ah! One. One of them rushes right at your legs. Can you make uh, your the higher of your acrobatics or combat check, please? Acrobatics or combat? They're... Everybody or just uh, sneeze? Just sneeze. Ugh. I bet neither of those are probably very good, are they? No, they're not. <laughs> hey, I got an eight in combat. Okay. Um, you are not prone and tricked. Meanwhile, you feel the you feel some paws rush over you and uh, dig into your backpack yeah. before they both disappear. What what just happened? Before they both run away. Um, you know, um, Charlie and Liliana, you both noticed that uh, what the Pokemon that ran over uh, Professor Sneeze instead of under him seems to be clutching his Pokedex. I told you to watch out. I told you she was creepy. Meanwhile, the uh, the girl immediately spins around and runs away into the woods. Charlie, as she spins around and runs away, you notice she has a, a black fluffy tail. And Grunge immediately perks up and runs after her barking. Oh, no, no. Oh, the creepy... Oh, okay, well... Hey, uh, guys, um... Do girls usually have tails? <laughs> I can I can for sure tell you that that is not something that we have. Okay, because this this girl had a tail. Yeah, that is not a lady. <laughs> I, she she took my Pokedex. Well, she didn't like the the other purple things did, but something yeah, took my Valley. Pokedex. <laughs> you can do a Pokemon education if you like to try to guess what those were. Yes. 16. Okay, you know that those Pokemon are Purloin, which are dark-type Pokemon which are famous for uh, loving to steal from people. Mm. They also often uh, work act cutesy so that they don't get in trouble. Let's take them down. <laughs> uh, can I do a search through my backpack to see what else was stolen? Sure. Um, should I just you roll just, perception or just no, can I just you can go ahead like looking through it looks like only your pokedex was stolen if okay. you have to guess it was probably because it was the shiniest thing oh great oh no not the pokedex we use that so often <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
don't break it. Don't 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 uh, <laughs> don't break the mystique. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, I suppose we could put in the 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 fluff part there and just say that um, when we do our education checks, it's based off of us studying our Pokedexes. Mm-hmm. To some extent, yeah. yeah. In a mechanics version, if you don't have a Pokedex, you can't record the Pokemon that you've seen and caught, so you don't get EXP for that. Aha. Mm. Uh-huh. Well, to be you, sneeze. Bye. Grunge at this point has disappeared into the woods as well, though he's still barking. After him! Yeah. Uh, Charlie, Charlie's like, hey, hey, Grunge, Grunge right now. Let, let's go get him. And he runs after Grunge. Liliana runs up both of them. Yep, so does Professor Sneeze with Melody. <laughs> all right. You all run off into the woods. Um, Have smart. A few minutes later, you all realize that you don't know where the others are. Oh, no. <laughs> Professor Sneeze. Um, as you're wandering through the woods with Melody at your side you catch a flash of something large and bluish colored with a cream stomach with giant feet wandering uh, it, like you, you catch it in a glimpse in the woods uh, you automatically see that that's a Snorlax mm-hmm. uh, except it's moving too fast for a Snorlax and you just saw its feet land and they didn't make a noise weird uh, did they see where it went uh, it looks like it was yeah it looks like it was headed deeper into the woods from where you were would it help for me to do a Pokemon education check to see if I you can do it for sure yeah, okay. it. I don't know if it'll actually answer anything but survival will also let you call it a little better oh yes definitely um, Pokemon Education, I got a 21. Survival, 12. I'll okay. go after uh, it. Putting, yeah, putting the two of those together, that definitely wasn't a Snorlax because it's not leaving the signs of, of presence that a Snorlax would. A much smaller Pokemon is moving through the woods there. You're not mm-hmm. sure what it is. It's been it's, it's hidden enough that you're not sure what it is, but it couldn't be a Snorlax. And as you're traveling and following after it, uh, you come face to face with Melody. <laughs> She's gotten in front of you. She's smiling and beckoning towards you. Um, then you feel something bump into the back of your leg. I look. There's nothing there. What, what was that? Who's there? Melody's standing in front of you and smiling and beckoning. Okay. I'll, I'll you feel go. something tap the back of your leg. What? What is that? Uh, from behind you, you hear perf. But what's that in front of? But what? Melody's behind me, but in front of me. I'm really confused. Melody, where are you? Uh, when you say that, uh, you hear perf, and then there are two melodies: one behind you, one in front of you. The one behind you looks rather upset. <laughs> And the one in front of me is smiling and beckoning. Uh, it has stopped smiling and beckoning and is now just kind of looking at you with a neutral expression. Okay. What are you? Uh, the other melody starts backing away. You, you led me out here. Why did you lead me out, out this way? Uh, that melody smiles. And then turns and runs. And this isn't a fun hear, game. <laughs> and you hear the sounds of what sounds like a cat fight going on near you. Oh my gosh. Charlie! You are wandering lost and alone in the woods for a while. And uh, you start seeing flashes of a bunch of different Pokemon around you. 
you see the brown fur of something that might be a Tauros, uh, blue scales something that might be a Totodile. Did you see a Larvitar? Uh, you can do an occult education check if you like, or Pokemon education. Well, or both, do... actually. Okay, let's start with uh, the Pokemon education. That's not very good. Um, I have an 8 in that, though. That, that actually rolled out pretty nicely. Okay. Then for a cult. <laughs> um, seven. Seven. Okay, um, you're fairly certain that, uh, these Pokemon are moving too fast and switching sides too fast to be real. Um, okay. But, and you feel like you should know what this is. It's at the tip of your tongue what's going on here, but you just can't think of it. Oh. Um, while you're doing that, a katana taps the side of your head, and then uh, she points to her own eyes, and then to your eyes, and then shakes her head. Uh, so, I see. Are you feeling what I'm feeling? Like, or like something? Something's not right here. Like, oh, I, I want to catch these Pokemon, but it's. They're not real, are they? are they? You're... Are you seeing them for what they really are? Katana looks at you and uh, just kind of slowly shakes her head. Okay, well. Um, do you... I mean, do you want to try to communicate with them, Katana? Katana just kind of like... Uh, shakes her head. And you said the like the Pokemon are moving fast and like uh, what I not am I able to like engage with them like even in, like uh, a... they seem to be moving in a similar direction so you could chase after them. Okay. Well, um, yeah, let's let's uh, head after them. Let's see what what they're up to. All right. You keep uh, heading towards them until uh, you run forward, and then you almost bowl into Katana, who is standing in front of you. And, How'd you uh, get there? That like uh, when I see that, I immediately check my shoulder for Katana, and Katana isn't there anymore. Okay, and uh, uh, she kind of starts beckoning you forwards, and then you feel a sharp prick stab you in the shoulder. Ow! <laughs> like I, I know you're, I know you're fast, but you don't have to be all these places and poke me uh, and Charlie just uh, follows uh, the beckoning katana okay that katana travels you through twists and turns for a while until you realize that uh, even Charlie realizes that he's hopelessly lost and then uh, turns a corner and when you turn the corner you don't see katana anymore uh what you do notice is that Katana is on your shoulder and seems to be just slowly shaking her head. Oh, good. You must have gotten tired from walking. I'm glad you hopped back up on my shoulder. Katana looks at you and then smacks you on, on the forehead with the broadside of her blade. <laughs> Ow! And then, uh, Charlie, you hear the sounds of what sounds like a cat fight going on somewhere uh, a little farther ahead of you and to the right. Liliana, you continue chasing after uh, Grunch for realizing that everyone seems to be missing. Um, you can hear him barking, though, and you're able to follow him until you run into a clearing, which has two Growlithe. Wait, that's actually two Grunges. It is way too early in the morning for this right now. They also seem to be chasing each other's tails. Um, except then you notice that one of them is growling. And then you notice that it's not just growling noises, it's growling words. Bad, 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 bad. Is this a nightmare? Because I feel like I'm so <laughs> I don't like any of this. Grunge, just just get get over here, please, right now. Just make this stop. The one that was growling looks up first and, and wanders over to you, and the other one looks up and sh- kind of tries to follow. 
Okay, well, this isn't helpful. Brunch. <laughs> the what? two growlers look at you. <laughs> what did you have for breakfast this morning? <laughs> Only the real one would know that. Uh, one of them shakes his head and uh, scratches its and and like sits down and scratches one ear, and the other one looks over at you and goes, "Egg." Great, then I know that the one that I can understand isn't grunge, because grunge just doesn't make sense. Liliana just kind of, like, picks that one up. The one that didn't say egg. And then it's like, alright, let's go find the others. Um, the moment you pick it up, its entire form starts to ripple. And it changes into a black-furred fox-like animal with, uh, a like it's black furred with like a little bit of a purplish tinge and a reddish purple tuft on the top of its head, uh, purple socks on its feet, and a bright uh, or and a, and a dark black uh, fluffy tail. What? No, 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 no. Okay, Lily. And the, the, the other the other grunge goes. I learn words. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, by, by the way, that, the Pokemon that you picked up, the turn of that is just like, it, it has gone completely rigid. Like, it's like, you picked me up, what, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> you can do a Pokemon education if you like. Oh, okay. I got a nine for that. Okay, with your love of dark types, and now that you actually see it, you know of this Pokemon as a Zorua which is a dark type Pokemon that is really good at illusions. It uh, does everything to keep its true form hidden um, and to, to keep things hidden away. It's also known as a bit of a prankster and uh, it likes to uh, throw surprises and practical jokes at people. Can I use um, Guile? Sure, if you're tricking it into something. Sweet. Okay. Um, I rolled a 14 for that. Okay, what do um, you say? The Liliana is still holding it, and, like, after just kind of being shocked that this is not grunge, just kind of, like, stares at it for a little bit, and then goes, Hey! I knew it this entire time that you were not grunge, but you just looked so cute, and I could not just stop myself from picking you up and you know what I think we're both kind of like kindred spirits here so you know what would be a really fantastic idea is if we stuck together and then tried to find these two other guys in the forest and play as many tricks on them as we can <laughs> what do you think <laughs> well, uh, these are uh, preens a bit uh, at your uh, comment about how cute uh, she was. Uh, looks slightly unsure at uh, your idea of sticking together, but when you mentioned pranks, uh, she kind of perks up and just nods. Fantastic. Liliana <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like shakes her paw. <laughs> like, it's a deal. Uh, the Zuru ripples a second, and then the uh, little girl that you saw before is now standing there. And you notice that the Zerua tail is still kind of there. Can I say that Liliana, like, has a jacket or something? Sure. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So she's going to take that and, like, hand it to the Zerua and be like, Hey, tie this around your waist and it will hide your tail. So it'll look like you're actually a little girl. So then this time we can just say that before there was a Zerua that was pretending to be you... But this is actually you. You're actually a little girl. And it will totally mess with them. It'll be perfect. It'll be great. Alright. Uh, the Zerua takes it and ties it, uh, the thing around her waist, and just nods to you and, and uh, starts leading the way. Liliana follows with Grunge, but kind of gives Grunge a strange look, still not quite understanding what's going on. But it's like, I learn well, words. 
I bet you did. Lillian just kind of like pats him on the head and it's just like, I'm just gonna figure this out later, I guess. <laughs> I was just like, it's too early, I'm done. Yep. <laughs> All right. So Charlie and Professor Sneeze from different areas in the forest, you have heard a cat fight going on. What do you do? I go toward it. Yeah, me too. All right. From basically opposite ends of a clearing, you both come upon what look like uh, two very familiar looking purloin facing off against another cat-like Pokemon. This one is cream colored with a bright yellow coin in the center of its forehead and black ears with a with brown feet and a, a brownish uh, tufted tail. And they are all growling at each other and circling around each other and it, what looks like a Pokedex is in between all of them. Have they noticed me yet? Uh, give me a stealth check. Okay, I'm, I'm not good at that. <laughs> I'm really not good at it. Uh, four. And Charlie has a nine for his stealth. They don't notice you immediately, but that's more because they're too caught up in in what in facing off against each other more than that they than that you've really been stealthy. Okay. Uh, I'm going to uh, kind of whisper to uh, Melody, uh, trying not to call attention to myself. Melody, get up as close as you can and you sing. So uh, I'll have Melody maybe use stealth to creep up close. Okay. Um, That is 11 on Melody's stealth. All right. Um, she manages to creep up right up next to the Meowth and Perline before any of them turn to look. And then so you can use, catch all of them in a flash. Yeah. Yes. Using Sing. 13 on Sing. Yeah, all of them look surprised for about half a second and then pass out. Yes! Way to go, Melody! Um... I yell from across the clearing. Yeah, good job, Melody. Way to go. <laughs> One second. You yelled from across across the clearing? Sure did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Charlie is a man of many wonders. <laughs> I'm guessing that, that, that was wanders, not wonders, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> uh... Charlie, shh! <laughs> what? What's ye- wrong? At, at his yell, both the, the uh, purloins start to stir. They haven't woken up yet, but they're about to. Um, I'm going to rush down into the, the clearing there uh, and try to snatch up the Pokedex and get out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You grab the Pokedex just fine, but uh, the two Perlin are now, like, sitting up and blinking a little groggily. The, the Meowth is out. Nice. Okay, so you just start running away? Um, what, are the Perloin watching me? Are they looking like they want to follow? Uh, they're still looking around groggily. They don't know what's going on yet. Okay. Well, I'm curious as to what's happening, so I'm going to try to get out of the way and then hide in the bushes. Um, so I guess that would be another stealth check. Yes. It's not going to be good. Three. <laughs> Unfortunately, hiding into the bushes doesn't work much very well for animals with a sense of smell. Oh. So they both turn to look at you. (laughs) And they look and like blink for a second. And then they run over to you and start rubbing up against your legs and purring. What what are you what are you doing? What what do you want? (laughs) They they give you big googly eyes. (laughs) But I don't have anything. 
Uh, let me check my inventory. Do I have, like... Um, you remember from your Pokemon rule that when Purloin are caught stealing something, they start acting cutesy in order to not get in trouble. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> uh, at this point, Liliana, you've gotten to the point where uh, you and the Zoru and Grunge have gotten somewhere where you hear what sounds like something snoring and two somethings purring and uh, Professor Sneeze seeming con sounding confused. Hey, Zerua, I think I hear the two weirdos that I was talking about. Do you want to mess with them now? Because I think we're coming up pretty close, so we should probably think of an idea. Zerua stops and nods. Perfect. Okay, Zerua, try and, try and act like you're a little kid that we just found and is also missing something, okay? All right, but don't but don't say anything, cause cause you're scared, you know, quote unquote scared. Um, and grunge, don't if you are grunge, just don't don't say anything. Just just come on. Words are fun. Yeah. Hmm. Huh? And just goes into the clearing. Uh, like, guys, guys. I finally found you! Where were you hiding? Holy cow, what is going on? As you move, the uh, the little girl like grabs one of your hands, and you feel paw there, and for a second the girl ripples, but then kind of stabilizes, and it looks like she's gripping your hand. Oh, perfect. You're doing great. <laughs> uh, uh, Charlie walks uh, uh, walks closer to uh, the other people, but as he's walking across the clearing, he stops by the Meowth and drops a grape ball on it to try to catch it. <laughs> okay. You're gonna make me roll for accuracy? Or can no, I just... Just, just just roll to, to capture. Alright. Uh, my word. Well, at least I'm using a grape ball. With the grape ball bonus, it's uh, 75. Shakes once, twice, and bursts. The Meowth is still sleeping. <laughs> yep, still passed out. <laughs> and Charlie says uh, relatively quietly, Is this thing part ground type? <laughs> <laughs> uh, is my great ball still intact? Yeah, it's intact. Um, I see Liliana entering now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Liliana, where were you? You found the little girl? I did, but it's the true little girl this time. She doesn't have a tail. And she's missing something, too. What, what, what's she missing? What? And I, I, I look know. down she's at the purloin. What did you steal? <laughs> you you notice that the purloin are staring at the uh, little girl, and their look is decidedly unfriendly. Oh. They were shocked for a moment, and then they started looking a little unfriendly. What what did they steal from you, little girl? Well, she's too scared. She's too scared to tell yet. She didn't even tell me, but I just wanted to help her. Little stops and... Uh, hides a little bit behind Liliana. Stop scaring her with your weird hair. What, what's wrong with my hair? Is it glowing again? I'm sorry, it does that. <laughs> it's it's too brilliant. <laughs> Blinding her poor little child eyes. I, I'm you? trying to make it go dim. It's it's really hard. Down the razzle dazzle. <laughs> this is just the way I am now. I can't help it. <laughs> um, I'll I'll turn to the purloin. I'm gonna I'm gonna use um my Pokemon education uh, for Poke Psychologist in the place of Intimidate to. Oh. 
try to say, uh, or, and I'm going to say to them, You stole something from that little girl, just like you stole my Pokedex. Now, what did you steal, and, and where is it? You should give that back. And I roll a 17. The Perline look at you with utter confusion and then look over at the little girl and then look back and then kind of look over at the little girl and then they both uh, you, you notice the hair on like the back of their necks and things start uh, lifting up Like Are you not going to tell angry. me? The, the little girl, like, um, tugs on Liliana's sleeve. Um, Liliana just kind of, like, like, leans an ear closer and is like, what, what, what's wrong? The little girl what's points over to, to Grunge and Grunge says, and, and, and Grunge goes, ah. Says cats played game, but played game on cats, and cats not like she played game on cats. <laughs> Pr- promised cats shiny, then tricked them to give shiny back. Cats think. Grunge, grunge, come, come, come a little closer here. <laughs> <laughs> out, of, out of the out of the hearing. By of the way, Grunt. Yeah, as I say, Grunt has no indoor voice. By the way. <laughs> so did we hear Grunge talking? Yeah. Yes, you did. Uh, so, Grunge, Char- no, shush. <laughs> so Charlie um, hears Grunge talk and is like, "Whoa, that's cool!" So he uh, collects his great ball and throws the thing meowth again really quickly to try and catch it before he comes over. <laughs> Oh, and also, uh, uh, Paul keeps calling it a Meowth. Charlie's not even quite sure, really. He's just, oh, it's a Pokemon, let's catch it. <laughs> this time, Charlie rolls a 37 with his great ball, making it a 27. Pokemon shakes once, twice, third time. Ding! Congratulations, you caught a level 16 female Meowth. Right. It is asleep. Booyah! Hey, she's a lady. So, Did so Grunge, Grunge just beat talk? It? Maybe. <laughs> Whoa, that's really cool! Yeah. What, but what was he saying about the little girl playing a trick on the cats? Well, he's so little. Come on. Do you, I mean, does he even really know what he's saying? He's still a baby-ish. He's little. <laughs> <laughs> Crunch, crunch, come, come, come over here. Just stop talking, please. Crunch heads over there and sits down. He's just panting happily. Liliana, like, pats his head. Uh, one of the purloin makes a darting motion and rushes over to the little girl. And as she runs over, she shoots up a dust of spray straight into the little girl's face, who jerks backwards in surprise. Whoa, that escalated quickly! (laughs) Quick, protect the little girl! (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, the other purloin rushes over, and... Decides to swing its claws at the little girl. But the little girl manages to dodge to one side quickly. The little girl then immediately starts to silently cry. Liliana, oh. stop making people cry. <laughs> oh, come uh, on, it's not my fault. I found she, her. She was, she was crying like more towards the uh, purloin, but they seem rather unaffected. So wait, Grunge can talk? <laughs> is that your turn? Is that the use of your turn? 
this is Stoker. He's just sitting there. I just need to get this, I just need to get this straightened out before we do anything else. Grunge can talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, cool. Charlie. <laughs> Grunge can talk. <laughs> um. You know, Charlie's a bit of a one-trick pony, like, he doesn't quite understand what's going on here, but he sees a couple of, uh, a couple of cat Pokemon, so, um, he grabs a great ball, and what was, what was the second one to, to do an action? Uh, the like second his... one tried to use a scratch, it was Purloin. Okay. They're both Purloin, that you know of, and a little girl, so I'd have to okay. throw a great ball at a little girl. <laughs> no, he, he's he's not quite that bright. Um, yeah. Um, Charlie throws a. Uh, let's just do um, uh, a Pokeball, but intending to do damage on the one that tried to do Scratch. Okay. So for accuracy, mother of dice, a two. <laughs> Furline manages to dodge around the Great Ball. Of course. Because well, Charlie has no luck. Their dice. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Apparently we're playing this in, a, in an alternate universe where uh, Charlie is not a capture specialist. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, can I... Like, I, Michael, know what's going on, but Professor mm -hmm. Sneeze does not. Can mm -hmm. I request before I take my action that Lydia, uh, would Liliana make a guile check and I'll make an opposing intuition check? That makes sense to me. You'll know that something's up if you, if you get it better. Right. And it, like, not anything specific, but I might know that something weird is happening. Mm. I mean, something weird is happening, I know that, but... I rolled a 14 for Guile, then. I rolled 18 intuition, so... You know something's... Liliana's not telling you everything. If it's intuition, uh, should just... Uh, should Charlie roll that, too? Is Charlie suspicious? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, come on. You gotta catch them all. <laughs> Okay, so right. Professor Sneeze knows that something's up, Liliana's not telling them everything, and the little girl's actions don't make much don't make as much sense either. Okay. Um, then Professor Sneeze is going to do what he can to defuse the situation, and how that's gonna start is he's going to try to catch the purloin at least. Um Probably not the little girl. Try not to get the little girl, but get the purloin in a flash attack. So okay, um, trying to step into a position where that works along the side somewhere. It's fairly well. They're they're surrounded. They're they're around the little girl, so they're close enough to each other that it works. Okay, so Professor Sneasel goes step in front of the purloins, flex his hair muscles, and flash in front of them uh, with a six. Okay. The Perloin are actually fast enough that they manage to hide their eyes in time. Perloin are fast. Wait, let me double check that. No, actually, they do get hit. Both of them start blinking. Just uh -huh. barely caught them. Alright. Uh, and then with that, I'll also say, Now just wait a second! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that makes it Liliana's turn. Why are we waiting? What What do you want? That, you're not telling us everything. What's What's going on here? You 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 say you met this little girl. Grunge says that she played a trick on them. You say that the the purloin stole something from her. What's really going on here, Liliana? Tell me the truth. <laughs> I can't handle the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's basically all that you heard right there was that I found this little girl, and we were playing. We were playing a game with each other to make her a little less scared. And she had taken something, but she also had something taken from her, so 
I mean, everything that you heard is true. I wouldn't lie to you. Professor. <laughs> so anyways, my turn! <laughs> she, says with a, she says with a snicker. <laughs> uh, so Lilian... <laughs> Lilian is gonna use Faith Attack on the... I guess it doesn't really matter. Oh, so the Kerlin are dark type, so they do take half damage from dark type moves. Mm, that's right. They um, do take 1.5 damage from fighting type moves. Hey! Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if I want to, like. Let's do. Yeah, okay, we can do Rock Smash. Oh, I rolled an 18 accuracy for that. <laughs> that hits. I got 22 then for a total. Okay. Which one are you hitting? Um. The one that uh, the one that used sand attack, or the one that tried to use scratch. The one that tried to use scratch. I rolled that one. And you said you did 22 total damage. Yep. You did 26 total damage. It does not gain an injury, but I believe you lowered its. Yep, you lowered its defense by one combat stage. Yeehaw! Um, so Liliana goes and grabs a nearby rock and kind of like chucks it at the purline and is like, hey, don't hurt a little girl. That's not nice. Let's use Leer. Okay. Instead. And he can hit both of them with Leer. Okay, and I rolled a 7 for that. Rolled a 7. They actually managed to uh, ignore his Leer. Wait. No, they don't. They are both... They both shiver from the Leer. Sorry, I'm completely forgetting how this ended. Uh, so they both shiver and surprise from, from the Leer, so they both lose one combat stage, which means one of them is down two combat stages. Alright, um... Melody is going to roll up to the <laughs> roll up. Um... Just imagining Jigglypuff <laughs> just rolling. <laughs> I like to think that that's how she moves sometimes. You know, sometimes she'll walk, you know, kind of hobble along. <laughs> you know. There's a slight just... uh, decline in the road. Yeah. She, right. She's singing to herself like a little engine that good. <laughs> Um, so yes, Melody rolls up and uses, uh, uh, well, let me, let me give her the command. Uh, Melody, use disarming voice! Make their arms fall off! <laughs> no. Uh, so yes, Melody will roll up and use disarming voice on the purloin. Ten. Oh, it can't miss, so... It's, it can't miss, well, it's so that there's no crit. 24 fairy special damage. So you did 29 fairy special damage, which gave each of them two injuries. They are both still up. The one that has been hit twice before that is barely still up. Mm. And the other one's still not doing well. It's really weird. Uh, her singing, you know, it starts sounding almost like her sing attack, but then uh, it it slowly morphs, and it almost sounds like she has a second voice singing underneath the first at a, at a dissonant tone, and then there's a third voice that's singing along with it, and then there's a fourth voice, and she's singing in this dissonant harmony, and it's weird and creepy, and uh, makes the uh, the purloins just kind of cover their ears and just shake and. Feel mental and emotional pain. <laughs> Alright. Well, uh, after that little display, uh, one of the purloin that's been hurt quite a bit takes one look at the situation, decides it's done with that, and goes streaking off into the woods. It's 12 me uh, it, it's about 12 meters away. Right now, so it's it's still within sight, but it's running away fast. 
the other one, uh, gives one rather murderous look to the group. And then takes another swing at the little girl who manages to dodge to one side, and so it spits angrily and starts running after its friends. It is six meters away. And the little girl looks over at them for a second, and then, uh, as the other one's going away, the little girl's form flickers for a moment. And suddenly, the one that was running farther away collapses. Mm. Isn't it fainted? Isn't it fainted? Should I do a perception check to see what happened? See if I saw what happened? Yeah, the little girl's just smiling serenely. (laughs) Liliana, like, secretly brings a hand back behind her back for a high five. (laughs) <laughs> you feel a paw slap your hand a second later. <laughs> I got a nine on my perception. Okay, for a second there, you thought you saw a, a blur of something move from where the girl was over to where the purloin was and back. Oh. Can you do a Pokemon education check? Yeah. Can I do a Pokemon education check? <laughs> I mean, may you do a Pokemon? <laughs> uh, wow, that's really bad, actually. Ten? Hey, um, you're not sure, but it, it looks like it might have been... What just happened might have looked a lot like the Dark-type move Pursuit, which when a Pokemon or a person is fleeing, it does a whole bunch more damage and lets the Pokemon move a lot faster. Hmm. All right, um... Charlie, feeling like he should be able to uh, just chuck his Pokeball and be able to catch that one. Uh, right, that's not out of range of my just throwing. It's not out that of my throwing range. Is it's it? not out of your throwing range. That's just in your throwing range at the edge. Okay, then yeah, I just uh, grab a Pokeball and I throw it. Um, I roll a seven. That hits. Awesome. Uh, no damage, just activating the capture. Okay. Uh, 66. Ball shakes once. Shakes twice. Ding! Congratulations, you captured a level 16 female purloin. Booyah! And now the girl is just sitting there smiling serenely. What, what just happened? Did anybody else see? That looked like a pursuit attack that got that purloin. No, it was a Pokeball yeah, that got it, that pearl. It was a Pokeball that got that pearl line. The other one, Charlie. The other one. The one that fainted. Oh, hey, that one fainted. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Charlie didn't notice. Liliana, did you see what happened? <laughs> no. I think, I think there's another Pokemon somewhere around here. We should go look for that. Charlie, we should go look for that other Pokemon. Yeah, where is it? Uh, Liliana, as soon as Professor Sneeze and Charlie are looking away, uh, the little girl looks over to you and uh, points to your uh, belt, which has your Pokeballs on it. Oh, hey, you want to hide in here? Is that what you mean? Uh, She looks at you and winks. Okay, gotcha. Um, Liliana... Takes out one of her Pokeballs and takes that. Do I need to roll anything? Nope. Congratulations, you caught a level 17 female Zorua. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so Charlie turns and looks for, uh, is looking for the Pokemon, and then he turns back and I was like, hey, where, where'd that girl go? There, there was a flash of red light, and the girl is gone. <laughs> So I would probably recognize that as a Pokeball flash. Probably. <laughs> what? What just happened? Liliana, <laughs> explain yourself. <laughs> okay, okay. You got me. I just... Guys, I have a confession to make. Will you... Be okay with listening to me and not being judgmental. 
We'll have to see. Yeah. <laughs> I am an incessant storyteller. And I just, I saw the little Zerua. And when we looked into each other's eyes, I just knew that we had to be friends and I had to protect her. And so I created this wonderful tale for you. And I was hoping that you would enjoy it. And, you know, maybe just play along and maybe in the future when, when we're older, we'll sneeze maybe when you somehow get older. You can enjoy it and laugh <laughs> along to the tale and we can all just be friends and Zuru is with me now, so you'll just have to accept that. Oh, by the way, here's your Pokedex. <laughs> Wait, do I have it yet? No, uh, or does Professor Sneeze grabbed I, it already. Unless you, like, unless you like oh, no, right, sorry. it from him. <laughs> right, unless you pickpocketed it. <laughs> You're like, by the way, while I was telling that, here it is. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. I saved the day. Hold your applause. <laughs> Wait, so you have a Zora? Cool! <laughs> Surprise! That makes so much sense. I understand everything now. It was a Zorua. Of course. Ugh. Of course. That. <laughs> Eliana, there are no words. <laughs> I know. Uh, the razzle dazzle of my storytelling leaves people speechless. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so after that little uh, interlude, uh, you can find your way back to the road fairly simply. And uh, your the rest of the day travels with or goes by without much problem. Um, as the land starts getting darker and it starts heading towards evening, uh, you guys see a campfire in the distance. Uh, Charlie goes up to the campfire and uh, is looking to say hello to anyone who might be there. <laughs> Charlie, don't take food from strangers. But I'm hungry, and they might have s'mores. We should be careful on the road, Charlie. We don't know who we might run into. It yeah, might, might be another be Zorua. <laughs> hey! Hey! Uh, well, um, as you guys head over there, uh, you see, uh, sitting next to the fire, a youngish, uh, somewhat older than uh, Liliana and Charlie, much, much younger than Professor Sneeze. Thanks. Uh, a spare, <laughs> a spare thin man in a simple shirt and jeans, his black hair standing straight out from his head and his amber eyes glowing with more than just the reflection of the campfire. Any more information about the man, however, will have to wait because you're kind of distracted by the salamence the man is using as a backrest. The giant oh, dragon is not snap. really paying any attention to you guys. Its head is just held high. Can I get a general education check? Um, let's... 12? Well, that's all the better I can even do on mine. Yeah, that's way better than what oh, But Charlie gets a Charlie gets a 3. I get a 4. I did better than Charlie again. <laughs> uh, Liliana and Professor Sneeze know that this is Cole Danton, the gym leader and head of the Monastery of the Scaled Fist. He is known uh, around the world as the Wandering Monk because he rarely spends his time... Uh, at his gym, actually. He spends a lot of his time traveling the Chandy region and just going to as many wild and random places that he can. He looks up at your group and grunts and goes, Talk down as a Rua. It's impressive. Here, sit down. Well, thank you. <laughs> Hello? Do you I have any marshmallows? <laughs> Cold Anton looks like this. I've got some magic harp. <gasps> <laughs> hey, I do too. <laughs> Who can jump highest? 
No, no. I, I, um, for dinner, I have some Magikarp. <laughs> Liliana just, like, has to, just walks away for a little moment, just to, like, take a moment, <laughs> have a breather, then comes back to the group. Well, this is—it's very kind of you to show this hospitality. You're—you're you're called Anton. You're—you're you're the gym leader of, of the Scaled Fist Monetary this Monastery Monetary the Monastery yeah, of the Scaled that. Fist. Don't don't hurt yourself, old time. In in, the, in this time, Charlie's like sitting next to him, munch, munching down on some magic Magikarp. Liliana just like slaps it out of his hand. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, it's good. You should try some. Shut up, Charlie. The uh, man laughs really quick. <laughs> well, it's always fun to meet a new group of trainers. Tell you what. Stay the night here tomorrow, and... Um... If you get some uh, challenges done for me tomorrow, I may have a nice little reward for you. Like a gym badge? How many badges do you guys have? I'm guessing you're wandering around here heading to Trilathon. One, two at the most, right? All together we have three. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Three total. But that's one each. Yeah. The scale fist badge is a little much for you guys. You're probably right. Well, we'd be glad to. No, no, to this take will be. Tests. This will be a child of one of my Pokemon. Bred by me, your choice. Yeah, let's let's do these things. Can we start now? Now, now. Nighttime's time for sleeping. Trilithon Sanctuary is in the middle of the D region, a little quieter than most of the places I go, but it's got some interesting Pokemon that wander about at night. We'll start this up in the morning. Okay. If you aren't, aren't going to have the Magikarp, then I guess you should get some rest. <laughs> Liliana's stomach, like, grumbles and she just goes into the sleeping bag. <laughs> Char- Charlie picks up the one that was knocked out of his hand and munches on it some more. As, as soon as Liliana <laughs> goes into a sleeping bag, Professor Sneeze kind of looks at her side, side-eyed and then, like, gestures quietly to, to Cole Danton. I'll, I'll take one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and I, I think that, that is, <laughs> and I think that is all the time that we have for this week. So thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapestryradio.org/pokemon-rollout, on Twitter at PokeRollPodcast, and on Facebook at facebook.com/pokerollout. Also, follow our network on Twitter at tapestryradio, and check out some of our other great shows at tapestryradio.org like Intermission and Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch. A special thank you to Rocco W for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles. Once again, I'm Nick, and I promise one of these days, someday in the future, somewhere over the rainbow, I will write something on uh, my Twitter at PokeRollNick. I'm Paul. On Twitter, you can find me at ProfSnag. Otherwise, you can find me in the Tap Room on Facebook. And also check out the Poke Podcast, where I host a monthly trivia show. I'm Michael once more. You can follow me at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L on Twitter. I sometimes tweet about uh, the different tie knots that I tie. Uh, I keep up a blog, too. Uh, that's uh, at peculiartaste.wordpress.com. I just review just about everything. So check that out, too. Uh, otherwise, find me in the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room and in the other Tapestry Radio shows. Give them a listen. You might enjoy them. And I am Lydia, and you can find me in the taproom alt as well. And I am also on Twitter at LIL underscore Shadow 8. And like Nick, I will eventually probably tweet stuff sometime. Um, but, you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll, do, we'll see what happens. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollout, Tell a friend, retweet us, and especially, please rate us on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later.
next time on Pokemon Rollout. Cold Anton, the wandering monk, has two tasks for our trainers, and he's offered them a juicy reward. A child of one of his own Pokemon. What tasks could the leader of the Monastery of the Scaled Fist have for the trainers near Trilithon Sanctuary, and how will they ever surpass them? Find out next time on Pokemon Rollout. I feel like say pit bot too. Yeah, they're coming up with synonyms. Hole. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Just like you said, a hole and there's a pod. What's another synonym? Yeah. Inside the de the depression. The depression. Faster and backwards. <laughs> yes. This isn't like bacon. Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener, obviated objects of oblivion obambulating about, offered unto you in the Tapestry Radio Network. TapestryRadio.org, from our fancy to yours. <laughs> <laughs>